Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Begin. Welcome to the Play to Win podcast, where we talk about winning in CEDH. I'm Cam. And I'm Dylan. Today we are talking about... What are we talking about, Cameron? No, we're just we're just kind of talking today. I got a couple things I want to I want to fire off. A couple one-liners here. Give it to me. Let's we're just talk about. Let's just talk about goes. magic. Let's see where it goes. Uh, how do you think the hybrid rule would change how CEDH works, Ooh. or what in CEDH you think would be different? Jeez, I don't know. If the I hybrid min rule change. First off, I would have to do a scryfall check. Let's address what this what this does. Yeah, let's first do, wait, of all. Wait, yeah. What would that? What's the hybrid rule, Cameron? So currently in Commander, if you have a card that's a hybrid mana cost, you have to play it in decks that have both of those color identities meaning that if you want to play kitchen finks in your deck you have to be in some sort of selesnia 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 color pairing we didn't do vocal warm-ups before we started great we're ready to go i'm ready so that's basically the the rule right there okay yeah so if that were to change meaning that you could play cards like kitchen finks in a uh, mono green deck. Yeah. Right. Okay. So what would that change for What CDH? would that actually change? Honestly, I feel like I would need to do a scryfall. Can we scryfall hybrid mana? We can mana? certainly scryfall. I don't think much would change. Realistically, I can't imagine much would actually change. Let's see. Because I would think like, well, how many good cards are there? I think we'd probably do a decent amount for casual commander. I think um, like Boros Reckoner is like a fun card to play. I like that card a lot. So it would be cool to play that in more decks, I guess. But it would be for CDH. I'm not sure. So there, there are two that stick out to me give them to me there it's so time consuming to get the hybrid stuff in this what do you have to do um i feel like we have our audience so let's let's complain about scryfall to a bunch of people <laughs> one of the best resources in all of the magic. best resources yeah i'm having a hard time trying to figure out exactly how to go through maybe if you google all the hybrid cards in magic the gathering what happens then um list of cards with hybrid mana cost we really need to be sponsored by google i feel like this we is really my out too be, many times yeah. don't know how to do it oh google there's some um, here we go this, all right. it, it's on tapped out it's gotta be sucks, legit man. but it's gotta be legit so there are two that stand out to me right away metamorphose oh yeah dude metamorphose is great in like, Grixis, right but yeah, you man. never want to play green cards because green's bad exactly but like that's exactly what you want in that color or combination Sakashima, holy shit oh if my Kark god Sakashima it would be so good in Sakashima. be able to cast metamorphose that would change yeah. the deck in a lot of ways i feel like because metamorphose gives you mana and card draw which is exactly what Kark wants to be doing when you're casting metamorphose several times copying metamorphose right? two mana you can like draw two make four mana bounce it back to your hand playing again yeah metamorphose would be a huge one Definitely. really good in those it scenarios so, too. also metamorphose is great because it can help you cast underworld breach when you are maybe otherwise wouldn't be able to cast underworld breach also true so if you like after an ad nauseum a lot of the times all you need to do is just like cast underworld breach and if you can do that you have lion's eye diamond or if you have some other way to like win the game from that from an underworld breach being in play but getting that red mana can be tricky so if you can turn your elvish spirit guides now also through metamorphose into red for underworld breach something like that i doubt that would change that would change a lot that would be yeah but it's just it's just one card it's just like one extra ritual that Grixis well, yeah. and Kark Sakashima would get. I think it's a bigger plus in Kark Sakashima, though. Right? I think so, too. Yeah. I don't think it's like format warping, no. but I think because there is a, this card pool is still pretty small. Yeah. 
But it, it's like I said, it's definitely not it's, format warping. It's not but a it's card that you'd ever tutor about. for. Maybe honestly, Karkin Sakashima might tutor for it. I, I feel like that deck could tutor for Gitaxian Probe, and this is like probably better than Gitaxian Probe. Yeah, the two mana is obviously much different than the free off of Probe. The other card that I I'm some I might think about is like Judges Familiar. Judge is familiar. I yeah. guess in all of the Tim the decks that would want it, they can already play it. But yeah, most of them are probably playing. Yeah, are available to play it. Yeah, so maybe that one doesn't come into play uh, too much. Every once in a while, I could see it. I could understand like Yuriko wanting something like that. Maybe Yuriko does Yuriko want something like a one-one fly flyer that can also be a counterspell? I, I think Yuriko might might play that. They certainly might want something like that. Even too, like yeah. a mono white deck, I feel like would love an effect like that. Uh, this is like especially mono white deck that has like Thalia effects and you're trying to tax the board by making things cost more. I think that would be good too. This would be good there. What's that other one that um there's a mono blue one that is effectively the same one. thing. Edric too. Like I feel Edric like it's just another it? one yeah, one sure. flyer for for Edric too. I feel like efficient one one flyers that do stuff, especially in a Ranger Captain world, those those would be looked at a second time. Again, this one's yeah. not format warping and I don't I don't think it makes like a huge change and i don't no. think the tier one decks will play it but i think certainly that, some tier two decks i think death right shaman is Ooh, another dude, big yeah, one yeah we should have talked about that that should be the first one let's <laughs> rewind and talk about death right shaman first yeah <laughs> like, yeah blue farm blue gets farm it? would love it any grixis deck kess would love it i mean i think death right doesn't see a ton of love in our format because it is like less powerful yeah. in cdh than it is in like legacy obviously or like vintage or things like that or modern other formats that it was banned in yeah. Um, but getting access to play it in Grixis deck, they would they would love that. They would Grixis decks would love, especially like uh, a like a, a Timnit deck or like I don't know. I feel like any deck that could play either of those colors. Every every single yeah right. The giving black access to a mana dork yeah. is something that's just absolutely spectacular. I think it gives you more of a reason to push into playing fetch lands in mono green decks too, because this would be another great include for the mono green decks. It's an elf too, right? I'm yep. pretty oh, sure yeah, it's, it's an elf. elf. Yeah. So you get all the upsides of priest of Titania, and especially if you are playing Marwyn or something like that too. Excellent. Yeah. Added bonus of the graveyard. Uh, synergies can also end up hurting underworld breach in the overall format too because there's more decks i get to play right you can yeah and you can exile, you, you can exile things out of the underworld breach players yard to slow them down a little bit exactly yeah um yeah but again death right is one like these other cards that isn't really going to be tutored for you know what i mean and if it's a card that it's not like a it's not like a combo piece it's not like an engine it's not yeah a game-winning spell you're never going to search for it so it's not going to warp the format in the same way like ristic study would no it's Rhystic just Studies, a really good card yeah cards that are powerful enough to be tutored for are the cards that really warp our format dockside extortionist mystic Rem more like you know a lot of these cards are good because they're good on their own but they're they can be so good that sometimes it's worth just casting a lighting tutor for a mystic remora that's why that card's so good whereas death rich shaman rarely are you gonna like worldly tutor for death rich shaman because it's like that good yeah so uh oh the other card vexing treasure Vexing Shusher Vexing being available Shusher. in a That's lot a of other one, decks sure. would also be a really good one, too. Vexing Shusher. Right, like, we can we can just, like, there, there's a bunch of really good cards here that, like, Sig, River, Cutthroat, in case, like, you, you want to play blue-red and you're able to deal more damage. I don't know. Sure. The other one, uh, Murderous Redcap, is a sack outlet. Oh, sure. Uh, infinite combo with, like, Malira or even Vizier of Remedies, right? So uh, being able to play that in Rocco might be pretty cool, right? Interesting. Yeah, or, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I guess you don't really have a good way to sacri sacrifice it, but you can bounce it back to your hand with, like, uh, Team, Team Sabertooth, Sabertooth, right? So I, th I think it would just kind of end up giving you a lot more options to play with, which I don't really think is a bad thing. I think 
Vexing Shusher is a big one. Vexing Shusher is a card that I miss a lot. I feel like a year or two ago, I was playing Vexing Shusher in every deck that I could. Now I've recently felt that that mana is just too much mana to invest. But maybe, I don't know. I, it feels to me like it's been a little bit outclassed lately because all the white creatures are so much better at that effect. Like you want Ranger Captains and the um, Grand Abolishers. That type of effect is what you want to lean more into. So we end up leaning away from green because I feel like a lot of the best decks are like Grixis splashing green or white or both of those colors, right? right? At least that's how I kind of look at the format a lot of time if I'm truly going to take it somewhere. Um, but speaking of, you know, Grixis splashing into two colors, Winota, which is obviously not that archetype. Oh would my love God, Vexen I didn't Shusher. think about this in Winota, yeah. Right? Because I feel, I, I feel like Winota doesn't even really want to play Red Elemental Blast or Pyroblast because leaving up that mana cannot be great. But this one is on a creature. It's on a body. I feel a like non-human creature a specifically. A non-human creature, yeah. So it can also like uh, trigger your Winota, which is kind of nice. Yeah. I mean, that being said, like Godo and Magda would still love oh, to see yeah, this too. Absolutely. Any of those low color decks that have a hard time looking for interaction, especially like non-blue ones, they all love Vexing Shusher, obviously. That being this one, said, this one actually might be one that is tutored for. I could see you like yeah. neoforming for this. I mean, if you're looking this for this is your silence in mono green, basically. Right. Like, yes. if you don't have your Veil of Summer in your like Yisan deck, this could be like something you get on two. Maybe even in like Grixis decks. Like, if you can play yeah. this in your Grixis deck and you can find this since you don't have access to the Grand Abolisher, but now you do have access to this other type of Grand Abolisher effect, I feel like I would play it in a Grixis deck. Right. And I, I mean, Grixis decks are already like Rog Silas is starting to look to that two mana artifact that makes people pay three extra mana oh yes this is uh one, oh man you're putting me on the spot uh defense grid defense, defense grid, grid that's defense what it is grid. you got it you got, got it. it brain's working nice. all right Very yeah defense done. grid that card's fucking awesome and i right. think this card the extra mana investment makes it a little bit worse but vexing shisher is uncountable right it, it can't be countered. It can't be countered. It itself, Vexing really Shusher. fucking good. Yeah, let me go back to the Gruul section here, but like I'm 100% positive that that's the case. What, what creature type is it? It's a Goblin Shaman. A Goblin Shaman. Okay, so not the best creature typings no. for a Cavern or Souls. And it can't be countered. I guess you don't even need the cavern. So you don't need the cavern. <laughs> Who fucking cares? <laughs> that's, what we're, that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. Yeah, about. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, exactly. Good. So, yeah. Yeah, again, it's it's just like a, a bunch of other cards that would be like really good. What else? Give it any and rattle through them. See if any of them are irrelevant. Um, Dryad Militant. That one could. Oh, that one doesn't see play now, and I feel like it would see play in Blood Pod. It's close. I've thought about it. It's a one drop Ranger Captain can find it. Should this yeah, card right? see more play? It, all instance meaning. Brain I feel freeze. like it doesn't because you have to be in Selesnia, but yeah. But again, a lot of Timnid colors could be in these. But when I played Yasharn, I didn't even play this. I, I ended up cutting this, which is maybe wrong. Maybe I should have kept it. I, f I feel like where you would be looking to play this more are in mono green or mono white decks or decks that like aren't a mono white deck those colors. This. I feel right? like mono white benefits the most out of this imaginary rule being broken. Just having another way to be able to deal with... And yeah, underworld breach, perfectly. Uh, yeah, underworld yeah. breach. Yeah. Although white does have a decent amount of op like rest in peace type of options, but I feel like this is like just another great one, which is not bad to have. It's not bad to have on I a two one body, which is probably going to be relevant in a lot of scenarios too. I don't think that's bad. Anything else, or is that it? Uh, those are the the main ones that stand out to me. Yeah, it would change things some. I think vexing Shusher would make the biggest change. I think out of those that you just listed off. Yeah, I think vexing Shusher. It's it's, it's so much protection. You'd be able to get it in Grixis colors. You could, you know, search for it, cast it, use your Dockside mana to help make things uncounterable. And it's also Vexing Shusher helps in other counter wars against other people. That's also true too, right? You can use it as a big political tool to leverage what other people's spells are gonna 
either get countered or not get countered. Yep, you can protect somebody else's stacks piece if you're not affected by it or something like that. I think we had a lot of cool things to say about that. I had some fun talking about it. You got another topic? Uh, I do have a couple of things to talk about here, yeah. Let's move on to random thought number two. All right, random noggin. thought. Yeah, random thought that's, here. That's the, what this segment's called. The <laughs> random thought number two. Random thought number two. Um, what commanders do you think are given a bad rap but actually aren't that bad? Are given a bad rap, like people say they're not good. Yeah. Do you have like any that you're thinking about that like? The first one that comes to mind is gonna sound silly if anyone would rate would was a, a time traveler and watches from the future. But I would say Thrasios and Timna. I feel like it's a lot of bad rep right now. People, it's not as good because you can't play red. A lot of people saying that it's, yeah. it's been not as good lately. I think that deck still slaps. I think that deck is really really powerful. I think so too. Yeah. Like it's still putting up pretty consistent. I feel like I see it a lot in tournaments. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and there's it's so many versions like of different ways 16, to play it. Right. There's a, a a ton of different ways you can go Razakats, you can go more of a mid-range style and go like more all-in on Seedborn Muse. The Hermit Druid versions Hermit I think Druids, are really good. Yeah. It has so many one-card win conditions. It can recover so many times. It can, you know, grind with its commanders if it needs to as a backup plan. Um, but not having Dockside Extortionist and not having Underworld Breach and not having Deflecting Swat are like relevant things, but like there are other non-red decks that are good. So if that can be true, if there can be non-red decks that exist in the format... And Thrasios and Timna is, is a good deck. No, I totally agree. To some, that might not seem like an underrated thing. And, you know, like we said, it, it does show up in tournaments, so it is, it's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. I just, I feel like I see slander about that deck. I, I think, I, I do too. And I think right now it, it really is just because of that. Like, I, I have green at the lowest and weakest color in Commander right now. Me too. Which certainly does hurt where Thrasios is, is yeah. coming from, because that's a big part of Thrasios. I think a lot, the reason why green has suffered lately is, one, because it hasn't been given the same new shiny toy that white has but also like in commander they a lot of the cards service like the same things you know what i mean like green and white both offer protection yeah. they offer veil of summer and silence they offer um you know grand abolisher and what's the green one that makes your enchantments and creatures uncounterable oh uh destiny spinner destiny spinner and when you, you got a bunch of creatures that can do right. that you have other things like sylvan safekeeper, safekeeper that can give your creature shroud a lot of the times when you compare the what green and white offers it offers kind of the same thing but white just does it more efficiently silence is just a little bit better than Veil of Summer, I think, because it protects from all of your opponents, like, the entire time. I think that's more relevant. Um, Ranger Captain is really, really good, especially like, the three-man equivalent would be, like, um, what's that card? Doran, I think? No, uh, do, you, you always, always call it Doran, but that's the Siege Tower. That's the Siege Tower. This is Dosin. Dosin of the Falling Leaf. I think which says your spells can't be countered. Or, or, no, or people can only place spells on their turn is what Dosin of Falling Leaf is. Yeah, which is similar to Ranger Captain, provides some sort of protection. But I think a, of that card more like a three-mana Teferi. Yes. Because yeah, it also stops because your you have, Yeah, you have to win or else somebody else wins. Yes, which is why the green comparison, in my mind, at least I compare those two cards it's not it's not as good you'd rather have the white version of what the three mana creature that offers protection the white right, one's better yeah. and, and, and when you compare Destiny Spinner to Grand Abolisher which I think those are comparable cards Grand Abolisher is just like way better Oh, um, much better than a Destiny Spinner, um, yeah. Because so. instead of just only two card types, it's just literally all card all types stuff. are uncounterable. All stuff. And unswords to plowshares a bowl. Right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think that's why green... And I don't know, green would have to either have cards that are more powerful than those white cards be printed soon to make it better, or carve some other type of niche in the format for it to get better. But like just three, four years ago, we were complaining about how many good yeah. cards Green was getting, right? right? Like when Veil of Summer <laughs> was actually printed, we were like, like oh, we can't have too much. Another one. <laughs> right? We can't be doing this. 
this, right? Yeah. And now all of a sudden we're sitting here like, hey, wizards, will you please give us some more green cards? We, and we, I feel like we all saw this coming too. Like we saw what they did with red, and yeah. red was laughed at as being the worst color in Commander. And now all of a sudden, Darkseid gets printed well, in Underworld well, Breach, up, and we saw up, these things happen. There are four good red cards <laughs> in the format yeah. that are carrying the weight of the rest of the color combination. That's true. Or yeah. of the rest there's of the, really, the color. Yeah, there's, not, there's not that many that are overall playable good. No. It's Darkside Extortionist, yep. Underworld Breach, yep. Deflecting SWAT, uh, Deflecting SWAT, maybe Jessica's will, yeah, and like Simeon Spirit Guide, right? Like every every one of these like really really good red decks that you see are running like seven to ten red cards, yeah. if that. Some right? of them are just running like Dockside Underworld Breach, Deflecting Thrasios SWAT. Bruise literally runs like four. My list literally has four solid red cards, right. and they're the like list. the best cards in your deck. They're great, right? <laughs> yeah, they're like major win conditions. Yeah, but yeah, I agree that it is red's power is shallow for sure. It's definitely shallow yeah it's whereas definitely like shallow blue, but I, I think blue is that, much deeper blue it has playables for for decades for tears exactly. you know what i mean and everything that you want to be doing yeah the heaviness of the hitters in the top echelon of red does still outweigh everything that's going on in green hilariously your mana production is too slow right it's too slow right it's not primarily treasures it's primarily mana dorks that have to tap you have to wait a whole turn cycle. Um, everything else that you have besides artifact and enchant re- removal sucks a little bit more than what someone else is doing. Yes. Your card draw is only available in Sylvan Library or off of what something in another color is doing. In your, this case, we're yeah. still we're still talking about Thrasios Timna right now, too. Yeah. So in this case, like right, your card draw is really only coming from... Timna on that creature side. The only reason why Thrasios draws cards is because Thrasios is blue. Right. Yeah. It doesn't really have much to do with the green side on Thrasios. Yeah, the green's card draw is is no good. At least in on the CDH sides of things. I think in like the high tier commander realm of things, green's card draw is like much better. And in some mono green lists, yeah. you use advantage of green's like card draw, which is like things like um, that one Garrick that draws equal to power. Yeah. Cards like momentous fall in like Sovala decks. Green green can draw cards in that way but that's like super specific it's so niche so it's niche. Only, but that's where they want green that's where they want green's card draw to be is like yeah. based around your creatures and not like a sylvan library which ironically is the best yeah and it's not even that good really it's not even it's that not good. even that good it's good, I mean, it's good but it's I'm not gonna that play good. it yeah, yeah i'm I'll not play, like i'll play it sometimes i'll play it in like decks with commanders that don't have card advantage but if my de- if i'm playing timna i don't think i want to play sylvan library I don't know. I think it depends. Like in Thrasios Timna, I think I would probably cut Sylvan Library at this point in that list. Is that, Maybe. Is that, is that no good? Would you definitely keep it in? Oh, I don't know. I, I feel like that's that's probably fine. I mean, what what's nice is that if you're going through your Thrasioses, you can like set them up so that you can you know what to bottom. I guess at least right. Yeah. So you you get you get at least a little bit more information, and you can set it up so that you get some extra lands that way too. The info's good. I played. If you're playing it in Thrasios um, Dawnwaker and Thrasios Bruise, I think it's good there. You only have one card advantage commander, and it's Thrasios. Thrasios, right? But yeah, I think in like in if you're like a like a like a black base deck, like an Adnos deck, I think I'm fine with cutting Sylvan Library at this I point. I would think so too, because again, that's another th- thing that fights for your. Life total yeah. is a resource, yeah. Yeah, but in like non-black decks, I think it's it's fine. It's fine. Stuff. I think so I think too. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, green's card draw. Is that what we're talking about? That's yeah, it's green's too specific. Card draw. But red doesn't have card draw either. Red's just really good. Red's is well, red's is like Jessica's will, and Jessica's will is but like that's the up only there. one. None of the other red cards that we talked no, about so none, far none, get none any of the card other advantage doing. besides Chrom, which is pretty relevant. That red gives you access to pretty consistent card advantage in the command zone. That's pretty relevant. If you if you are paired with blue in that specific way, yes, you will be able to have that. Yeah. But green doesn't have no. I guess green has that in Thrasios, but Thrasios, it, 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 it's still the blue halves of both of these cards that are giving yeah, it that yeah, ability. That's true. Yeah, But you are gaining some card advantage by having green if you're playing blue. But yeah, you're right. It's it's because yeah, you're playing right. blue <laughs> that you yeah. get the card advantage. I mean, all that being said, you know, there, green certainly is still one of the worst colors, but you do have access to three of the other better colors in the format in Thrasios Timna too. Yeah. Because again, we're still talking about Thrasios Timna. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, we're talking about Thrasios oh, Timna okay. getting a bad rap. Okay, yeah. yeah. It gets a bad rap. The right? best the deck that was the best deck in the format. The deck that was the best ago, deck in the format, but it's, it's been getting a bad rap, but it really shouldn't. It's still it's still an awesome deck. I so think it's still it, one of yeah. the best decks. So even though you are playing in what's currently as of you know this moment in 2023 the worst color in Commander um, as one of your primary colors, you do still have access to blue, which is still major, and you are playing black. Yeah, if you're playing Demir, you're good. Exactly. So you're really in the the best echelons, and white has just been so powerful yeah. recently. That's true. Honestly, I've been thinking a lot lately that I don't know if I really want to play a like a like realistically play a deck to a tournament if it doesn't have white. I think right? like the the protected wins that you get from white are so valuable. It feels so much better than having like one counter spell in hand. Especially like if you have seen our most recent four color games, the one from last week, the one from this coming week, they're so Ristic study Esper Sentinel focused. Like they they re- they revolved around those cards so specifically, and I really do think that the finals end up looking a lot like those pods where there's like a lot of partners and in those pods i want white more than anything because i don't have to care about the rustic study i can just right. resolve my grand abolisher grand abolisher i can resolve my ranger captain i can resolve my silence i don't care if they have 30 cards in their hands as long as i can fight over that one protected spell i know for sure i can go for the win and not give the game to somebody else because that's like kind of something that you don't want to happen that can happen if you don't have a protected win is you go for a win everyone tries to counter and stops your thing and the person right after you wins right immediately after and that feels bad you don't want to do that so having access to white in my opinion kind of like it is helpful in preventing that happening because when you go for it you know you're gonna win exactly and that effect specifically coming in on two creatures in particular i think is also very powerful as well what about any other decks any other decks that get a better rep i don't know i, I feel what like right saying? now it's know. just very popular to hate on decks that are very powerful and good <laughs> like i feel like rog silas also got a lot of hate sure. pretty recently yeah and that deck is i i don't know i think that's still really good very powerful right like you don't get the you, you can still present a ton of wins can you lower your microphone a yeah little i bit? can I'm yeah sorry. you can still present a lot of wins over and over again in that deck yeah with a lot of protection to back it up too yeah i that deck allows you to really benefit off of the power of ad nauseum because not only are you gaining like 500 cards and like a way to win the game but you're gaining a way to protect the win like a lot of the sans blue ad nauseum decks that i've played are really good at like presenting an ad nauseum very early but even if they get the ad nauseum okay i draw 30 cards i can't really protect my win after all that someone just casts like a simple counter spell and i didn't draw my one red blast or my pyro blast so i'm dead i'm I'm, and 
then right. Brock Silas gains, still gains the same speed that some of those very linear Nas decks get, but the blue gives it access to that protection that you're talking about. That is like, like it's the same thing as like why white is good is the same as a similar reason why blue is good is that they give you that 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 protection that I know that I can I can fight for this and, and not give the game to somebody else potentially. Yeah, and this is still a, a color combination that gives you a, a ton of protection. I would say. Yeah. What what other what other decks? So I don't know. I don't really know what what people's people talk a lot of shit about a lot of decks. Who fucking knows? You know. I mean, I'm going to treat all decks seriously if they come up. Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. But the decks that win the tournaments, those are the ones that I give the good reps to. Yeah. The decks that top four, top 16, and win tournaments, I feel like those are the decks that we should give good reps to. All the other ones will talk shit on those decks. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, well, the, there we go. We'll, we'll name Thrasios Timna as the deck that, sh- that we have as shit on the most yeah. that shouldn't be, and we're going to move on. Okay, we're gonna move on. I love it. We're going we're gonna to go into something a little bit more personal here. Ooh. Not too personal, though. What decks are you looking to build? Ooh. What have you been thinking <clears throat> of? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> I got one. All right, so I've been thinking about Tassiger a lot recently. Yes, okay. Here are some things that I'm interested in Tassiger. Emergence Zone is a powerful card. We've played some four-color games recently where Emergence Zone came up, and it was fucking crazy. It was nuts. If you haven't seen it on the Patreon, you got to go make sure you check that out. Um, crop Rotation and even Growth Spiral, if you have the Emergence Zone in your hand to instance be put it into play. These are cards that I've been thinking about a lot recently to get that Emergence Zone into play. And I think Tassiger can play those cards very well. One, I agree. Um, because Tassiger is can be an end step ad nauseum deck. It's really good at being an end step ad nauseum deck. And I think giving access to the emergence zone is really helpful in a demonic consultation Thassa's Oracle deck, also, which this is. So I need to be in Sultai colors in my head because if I can crop rotation for emergence zone, flash in my Thassa's Oracle, and then I already have consults in my hand, I can win on top of somebody else, which is something that I'm really trying to do a lot more in CDH. It seems like instant speed wins are just busted. Being able to win on top of somebody else, it's like a really great way to know, okay, the interaction of the table is gone because everyone is a passing on the next person's win condition. They've all said, oh no, we're about to lose. Okay, we pass. And then you can respond then to their last trigger or whatever and win on top of it because you know that everyone else passed on it. So this this thought process is what has led me to Tassiger. You know, it's funny. We just spent like five minutes talking about why green is so bad and now we just immediately went into a conversation where we're like yo this is why green's really i need to be green otherwise i can't crop rotation for my instant speed this is why this is i'm saying i think this is a way to make have green compete with white with whites in a different way, right? Yes, that's right. That, all right, so that's what that's in where we're going. In response to your silence as you try to go off, I'm going to crop rotation for emergence zone, and then I'm going to go off for my own win. Right. Um. So some other things that I like about Tassiger that you couldn't play in some other four color pile with, um, bug colors yeah. is salty colors is um the big guy. What's his name? Oh, the hole breacher. Hole breaching horror. That's hole not breacher what it horror. Is. Hole breaker. Hole breaker horror. Hole Breacher is a card I wish was unbanned. Me too. Let's um, move past that. Being able That's to ne- being able to that. neoform your Tassiger into the Hole Break Horror, I think is really good because Hole Break Horror can not only act as a win con, because if you can make some rocks that can tap back and forth for mana and bouncing them back and forth, you can use Tassiger to mill your library and get some good spells out of it from your opponents, whatever. Um, so not only is that good, but it's also just like a good 
value control threat, I think. And being able to kind of control the board, cast a spell, bounce somebody else's thing, exist in like this Rhystic Study world by bouncing things and getting extra value off of something like that. I think I think that that's like a big engine that can help you grind a lot and also be a win condition. So it's like a soft win, which I really like. Other things that I want to be playing in Tassigur are Sacrifice. I really liked playing Yo, that in Tindadargo. Sacrifice, sacrifice is, is a really pretty good, good one. right? So yeah. that one would get you... Six mana off of Tassigur. And that can be any mana that you want. It's black mana. It's only black mana. But you can cast Ad Nauseam because we're in an ad, we're playing Ad Nauseam. We only have the one Holebreaker Horror. Is it Holebreaker Horror now? I'm not sure. It's not Holebreacher? No, it's not Holebreacher Horror. It's Holebreaker Horror. Yeah, I know this. It's definitely Holebreaker Horror. It's I'm Hole looking Breaker at Horror. the card. It says Holebreaker Horror. Yes. Um, so Holebreaker Horror, Emergence Zone, Crop Rotation, Growth Spiral, Neoform, Thassa's Oracle, Demonic Consultation. These reasons that I just, like those f- random cards. Those are all great. That's the ideas that I want to compile. I want to compile those things into one thing. And then the sacrifice is for me kind of like the the, the jelly on top, the yeah. whipped cream on top, the cherry that says cherry on top. It can be all of those. I'm putting things. all those things on top, and um, the sacrifice is all those things, especially because I own a beta sacrifice that I really want to play. Oh, holy shit! Yes, um, but so growth spiral is also another one that I, I want to think about because again, that instant speed, being able to put the emergence stone from my hand into play, it's and expensive, win over top. but you're gonna it be is. able to have a lot of mana. Yeah, I think so. If you're in like you're in a green deck, um, I don't want to be too mana dork heavy though, because I feel like I want to be playing toxic deluge. I have a question. Yeah, go give it you to me. You play Mox Amber in that deck. Uh, I don't know. So I definitely want to be on a couple hate bears, but I don't think it's collect roof. Yeah, I think I want to be on Mox Amber because you want a I'm lot a of mana. Horror deck. Right? Like, are you are you still playing like Seedboard Muse? Like the other thing yeah. is that like, you can still like churn through a ton of your deck with Tassiger and also play a long mid-range game as well as you're leading up to this other stuff that you're talking about here. So yeah, being able to to thrive in the mid-range is, is kind of my goal with this deck. After so, playing those four-color decks, I really want a deck that can really do well under Rhystic Study, and yeah. Like, I feel like you I feel like you could still get away with playing Collector Oof in those scenarios. Collector Oof, another reason why green is really good. Um, but I, I feel like you can still get away with that. I guess because you can you bounce are it. Playing, yeah. You can bounce it. You are also playing cards like Sacrifice and uh, the other the one mana. Neoform, Eldritch Evolution. Other things that you can use to get rid of it so that you can unlock your rocks if you need to. Yeah. But it might just not. It might just not be worth playing. I'm not sure. I know I want to play Notion Thief. That's another one that I've been thinking about. Yeah. Again, study world. these four color games also made me think about Notion Thief quite a lot more too. Um, and then I like that it's like a four five. It can block Timna, Najila, um, uh, Winota, all the things that yeah. Tassiger could do in the past when Tassiger control was got a little popular for a while. It was really good at blocking stuff. I think those things are still true. It is the biggest thing in in play. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest argument against Tassiger, I think, is that why not just play Thrasios Timna, right? Why not just play Sultai plus white cards? Well, you, you just said why. You just right. said why. The right. whole breaker and, horror. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and that's, yeah, that's what I wanted to kind of like restress is that I think the whole breaker horror advantage and the sacrifice advantage, yeah. though, it, that's good. That's good. I think. I think so too. I think that's really good too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking about recently. That's what I I've like been thinking that, about playing. Yeah. I also have Winota that I'm looking to make updates to, and I'm also deciding between Minx and Boo and Kess for which three color deck I want to play in our three color game that we're coming up. I don't know which one I want to play though. 
Well, both of them are both of them are really good. Maybe Cast we could go back and talk about a card that uh, a deck that gets a bad rap that oh, yeah. maybe shouldn't too. Kes, yeah, Cast is another one that why not just play Tim Necrom? I feel like normally and, is that, like, and that's it. But I think Intuition, but you get Intuition and Tim Necrom too. I'm not sure. It, it, the reason why is because you can make Demonic Consultation or Tainted Pack a that's one a card reason. combo. Yeah. with Cast and play. But it's also a really good mid-range value yeah. engine as well, too. I think the reason why it doesn't see play, I, th- I think Timna's better. I think Timna's oh, I think just having both Timna and Crown yeah. is strictly better than and that, And Savine's Reclamation. And honestly, I'm at a point where like I'd rather play Crown Tevish than Kess sometimes, too. Yeah. I'd rather have— The card advantage is just better. You just can't deny The card advantage, the card advantage always better. works. Sometimes Kess being able to um, gain card advantage won't work, and Kess's one card win con won't work. Sometimes there's a Janeth Magistrate. I guess that it doesn't apply for you know because that's all commanders. But a Dothy Voidwalker or something. There's there are things. Yeah. There are more things that can stop what Kest does than another pairing that just like draws cards. Rest in peace, right? Yeah. Another in, another yeah. thing that's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the that's the reason why Kest doesn't see. It. Although I love Kest, I still still think I still think Kest is really good. But I think there always is just going to come the question of if I'm playing Kest, why not I just play Tim Necrom? And I think normally the answer is you should. Play Tim Necrom. Hopefully that's not that we're doing the hot takes episode, I guess, today because some people love Cass. I mean, I love Cass. I just got Cass is I just great. got like, the secret layer Cass. I, yeah. Cass is one of my favorite commanders. But if I'm looking at it like with my brain that observes CDH, I'm always gonna come back to we're why not on, play well, Honestly, we're sitting here, we're playing both sides because we want to come out <laughs> on top, right? Because like it is still really good. It's so still good. really good. It's not as good as Tim Necrom, but that, yeah. not everything can be as good as Tim Necrom. That's true. And nothing is as good as Tim Necrom. Yeah. So why are we even comparing it to Tim Necrom? Even though I have I have played Tim I haven't won a game with Tim Necrom in like 10 games in a row. <laughs> I feel like I've lost with Tim Necrom now. I'm taking it apart now. I've lost I've lost with it so many times but the deck is undoubtedly powerful specifically on paper you can just draw so many cards yeah is, is why that so much is and so it good. just yeah. in in the right pilot it that deck um multiplies like a thousand times if there's a really good pilot playing tim necrom i feel like you get the advantages so much more because its main advantage is card advantage like the main reason why you play that deck is you draw a billion cards and like the better the player the better they'll be able to use those billion cards i can't use them to their full capabilities i guess <laughs> but yeah you're in all the best colors yeah um the deck that i've been thinking about i started flipping through my cards to see what all i have for this rocco rocco cabaretti caterer we haven't played that on the channel yet i think we should we have oh, we, we have? played it oh, when, like when the, it first came, when out. It came out yeah yeah, 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 yeah. okay well, yeah i went two one in okay. that pod oh, with that you deck. should bring it back then i totally want to bring it back yeah i don't want to do the goto stuff that i did goto sucks goto sucks <laughs> right i was like here. we were like looking at, at at hands and i would have like seeding song and i'd be like what the fuck am i doing Let's get this out of here this is ass man <laughs> what are you going for instead just dock sidelines so food i'm chain going lines? for dock sidelines i do want the whole reason why i got into this is because i wanted a food chain we deck. should both have food chain decks at we all we should time both have because food chain wins games food right? chains does with games exactly that fucking new attracts so it. i knew that i wanted a food chain deck and the problem with all the food chain decks is that there is no card advantage in the command zone well hello rocco kind of fixes that it, it can doesn't be. totally fix that but like thanks to white cards like ranger captain of eos you get card advantage right because and it's esper gonna go sentinel right go find so esper like, sentinel. oh that's a good one four mana esper sentinel out of your command zone that's, that's fine that's still great I'll right out of my command zone over two bodies and Dude, then yeah i forgot i forgot to think of it that way that rocco just means that every creature in your deck is your commander but you have it's like companion you have to pay three mana first that's 
Like, if, you, if you think about it that way, that it just turns every creature in your deck into original companion, basically. That's really fucking well, good. original companion is that it would just be free. You could just cast it for Oh, free. yeah. I mean, so not original companion, now companion, which yeah, is still pretty companion, good. Which like. is really yeah, good, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. So, so yeah, sorry. I kind of, we kind of, what do you win with? Dockside, Team or Sabertooth? Dockside, Team or Sabertooth is definitely one and of them. And you flicker for infinites, and what do you actually win with? Finale? Yeah, Finale is is, is one of the main win conditions. Food Chain also is in there? Food Chain is also in there. How do you get to Finale from there? Um, you don't. You, just you have get to figure side Team or and you go through Dockside and Teamer, and then, yeah. Is Finale of Devastation the only finisher in the deck? Or do you finish on, on anything else? Well, I haven't completely put the deck together Okay, yet. okay. We're still running there through. There are okay. definitely yeah, ways. Good. So I'm, I've seen the deck. The deck's beaten me quite a bit, and I've seen people on the on our Discord play it. Yeah. Um, I, I want to play Jetmere. Okay, sure. Because oh, there, there are a, a lot bullet. of right. There's a lot of stacks pieces that you're playing that like like Thalia is incidentally good. I kind of want to throw Thalia in. Um, then like there's a bunch of other so you're like, just like a blood pod deck that are kind like of. This. You're like a blood pod deck. Yeah, just has the ability. You just have a tutor instead of Timnit. And you can zone. still like yeah, you can still go over the top like that too. I think Jetmir is really good at that too. I've seen like Winota being played inside of the deck too. That's fun. I've seen that in some Najila lists. That's right? nutty. So I, I'm thinking that I kind of. I want to jump aboard that train and do that too yeah um just like kind of like haymakers right Th- just, throw a couple yeah, haymakers a in bunch there. of haymakers in there too so not, not only do deck. you have right not only do you have ways that you can go infinite and you can like build out this humongous board yeah uh, but you can also just completely overpower and you're mainly and value deck you're mainly a stack stack Mainly a stack stack, right? Like, I'm mainly on the board. Yeah. Um, I, I am playing Collector Oof. I think the goal is to not play a ton of artifacts if I don't have to. Right, but you play one Birthing Pod. Um, yeah, I yeah, said definitely one, play like Birthing play Pod. Two. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing, too. Do you do too. a Kiki line? How did I forget about this? You can do yeah, Kiki line. Total You're Kiki Naya. lines, yeah. yeah right. I have, I even put uh, three mana commander. in, yeah. Oh, perfect. You have a three mana commander that Vivian and Blood Pod can... It's boom. perfect, right? And then you just Felidar Guardian, and then you just Kiki and you win the game. We're going a little fast, but Blood Pod and Vivian can win the game if you have a three mana creature in play by sacrificing the, your three mana commander, looking for Felidar Guardian, blinking the thing out, sacrificing, looking for uh, Karmic Guy, bringing the Felidar back, blinking again, looking for Kiki Jiki. This is like one of my favorite lines. Oh, it's a great line, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, you should definitely play that. I think I'm, plus you get access to all, all of the silences. Yeah, you get access to Veil of Summer and like the Red Blast. Oh, should we play Rocco instead of Minx and Boo for our best three color game? That They're we're playing? both so good. Is yeah. the problem? We've played Minx and Boo more. And it's won a couple of times. I think that's why it's currently in the list, like in the slot. I think have that's we? When there. did we play Minks and Boo on the channel? I think we played it before. Did, did we have, play it once on we, the channel? Maybe not. I know for a couple of the reason I originally picked them was because they were the decks that won the most out of the times that we did it in the past. But I maybe just, maybe I just don't remember. But I, I feel like you you are probably right. I don't know which one. Would you want to have the Hulk line or do you want to have the Tutor for anything in your commander? I feel like Rocco's probably better. But Minks and Boo is cool as hell. Minks and Boo is cool as hell. Well, Minks makes what makes minx and boo really good specifically is that you're able to get around your rule of law rule of law effects yeah. specifically Hulk because you're playing protein of, hulk yeah protein hulk can win right? off of one spell being cast which is really good yeah. with rule of law effects rocco can play definitely in silence but it can't really play any of the other yeah well d- i mean to be honest well. the birthing pod line is just it's just you cast birthing pod everything after that you don't cast any more spells that one wins that one you're good with with rule of law that's true that's true you, well, you, you know have, what? maybe i will play the three mana enchantment creature rule of law uh yeah archon of Amiria? 
That card, oh, maybe I, I'll I, play two of them. Archon of a Mirror, you should definitely play. That card's two yeah. cards in one. That one's incredible. Archon um, of a Mirror, I don't have rhetoric. That's just the rule of law. That one's also good. You should probably I might as, at I least could, play one. Of I them. could probably play at least one of them in addition to Deafening Silence. But is 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 I feel like Rocco is is maybe just like better than Minx and Boo. You get access to anything. You get access to literally everything. Yeah. I guess the bad part is it's mana intensive. Minx and Boo, you can play early a lot of the time. Rocco, you might have to wait a little bit. That's true. Rocco's a turn to Rocco is not the easiest and it gets you Esper Sentinel, which is pretty good. But like a turn to Minx is well, it gets you Esper Sentinel if you have four mana on turn two. That's the thing, right? And it can't come from Soul Ring or right. Mana Crypt. Realistically, you're probably unless you have like a busted start, which you, you probably should more often than not, you're probably not casting Rocco until turn three. Yeah. So maybe Minx and Boo. But Minx and Boo, you're casting Minx and Boo on like turn two and then hopefully cast getting a Hulk into play on turn three. So it's it's maybe just as maybe it's like a turn maybe Minx and Boo might be a turn faster. It's it's definitely sl- and again because of I, I think you get to play more stacks pieces to help interact in with the board in Rocco than you do in yeah. Minx and Boo. Because Minx and Boo has a lot more slots that are just dedicated to going for the clients. You have so many more dead cards. All of the rectors yeah. and like all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely a little bit different. I think Rocco was set up to push into the later game and try to win then as opposed to Minx and Boo, which is trying to go a little bit faster. And I honestly think our decision is probably just going to depend on what the rest of the pod looks like. Yeah. And if there's not something that's trying to be as quick as like what Minx and Boo should do, then I think maybe we should play Minx and Boo. But if like the pod is looking to be... Well, I know we have Kess. I know we have... I think we have it written down somewhere. I think Tivet. Tivet. Tevit, yeah, definitely. We want to get Tevit. We want yeah. to put Tevit on there, and then who was the other one? Was it Elsha? I think it was Elsha. It we might did have been Elsha. Elsha on there. Yeah. So a bunch of blue decks. I feel like a bunch want, of blue decks. Minx and Boo doesn't stand a chance. I think you need Rocco to grind. No, maybe Rocco, not. Rocco being able to grind a little bit more would probably be a little bit better. Yeah. And helping helping to slow down the blue decks a little bit more. Yeah. By playing things like Thalia, playing things like the rule of laws. Yeah. Being able to find the right thing. I think, yeah, yeah I think right, we might do that then. I think we should do that. Okay. That sounds good. Well, I'll definitely make sure that that so gets together. You play Rocco yeah. and then I'll play Kess. Okay. All right, and then we need Tivet and what was the other one? Uh, Elsha. Elsha, yeah. Yeah, so spoiler alert, that's what the best three colors are going to be, and clearly we haven't filmed that game yet. You got any more topics or you want to wrap it up? Um, how long have we been going for? 46 minutes. We can probably wrap it up here, right? Okay. We got through three of these topics. I still have another 11 topics. Okay, good. So we can we have a bunch more of these to go. How do you feel this went? I think it went pretty good. I think it went pretty good, too. I don't know if people will learn the same amount of stuff that they would in the so, others. but So the reason why I wanted to do this is that I realized that every podcast that I listen to, I don't listen to to learn something. Yeah. Like, it, it's just there for entertainment We're also purposes. idiots. What are we teaching for? Right? Like, the we've said to everyone in, per, in person who comes up to us and says literally anything, we always say, oh, God, please don't learn anything from us. <laughs> like, <laughs> if like, anything, learn how we fuck up. Learn from our mistakes. Right? Don't do what we do is the only thing, right? So I figure it doesn't always have to be educational. It doesn't always have to be, you know, a top 10 or something like that. You know, this is just a way to, you know, talk about magic and, 
you know, just see what comes out of our mouths for a little bit here. Yeah, I think this went swimmingly. I think this will this will hopefully be enjoyable to anyone. I think so too. So if there's any other one liners, that's what I'm gonna call these. Okay. One liners. I feel like we need a better name. We need a better name. <laughs> what do we want to call them? Like l- takes. Give me your take. Give me your play to play to take. Play play. Throw me a give me a line. That's why I kinda throw like me line. A line. Yeah, throw me a line. Throw me a line. That's okay. Throw me a line. Throw me a line. If you have any lines you want to throw at us. What should we ramble on about? Yeah, it's something else you want us to ramble on about. Let us know down in the comments below. What the hell were we even talking about? I don't remember. Uh, we covered a lot today. Okay. So we talked about the hybrid mana rule. Yep. In in CEDH. Wouldn't change much, but it would change a little. But it would be it would be fun, I think. Vexing Shosher and Metamorphose yeah. would be something. Yeah. Okay. And then what was the other thing we talked um, about? The other thing that we talked about is um I just got rid of it. Of course I did. All right, now that we're done, I'll delete this file permanently. <laughs> never need that again. Um, oh, we talked about uh, some commanders that we think get a bad rap that shouldn't. Which was uh, Timna was in that one. Thrasios the, the, the best commander in the format is one of the yeah. one pairings that I said. But this we also underrated. we also landed on Cass by the end of the episode. We uh, also yeah. landed on Cass, and then we also talked about uh, some of the commanders that we're looking to build next. You on Tassiger and me on Rocco. And um, and why we're interested in those specifically. So that sounds great. So we got some ground covered today. Yeah, we talked about a lot. I think that was yeah. great. Thanks for watching. If you want to support us directly, you can do so on Patreon, like our one hundred dollar patrons, Demon of Razgriz and Baby Jeebus. If you would like to find our merch, you can do that at PlayToWinMTG.com. You can support us without any additional cost to you by checking out the subscription. By, by checking out the affiliate links down below. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for more content. Thank you so much for watching. See you next time. Let's read off some $50 Patreons. Let's read off some $50 Patreons. Justin. Eli Rich D. Jason Perkins. Man Solo. Nikola Marakovic. Steven Schlick D. Decking Guy. Plantain Jackson, Isaiah Berliski, Michael Lyon, Pedro, Byron Wang, C, Kawaja A, Hamid, Jacob, Depp, Shit, ZZ, <laughs> Michael Baloo, now we give the same time, Jan, Jan Wildfang, Sleepy Jarvis, Thomas, Plano. all right, now I go Swampy McGee, Lauren Conwell, David Nelson, Vinny Bianca, Jor Mags, James Noon 845, Moxfield, Well, that one was a bit of a disaster. (laughs) Um, What was the last thing that you said that might be good? Uh, Under the table is slippery. (laughs) Take a quick pause. I don't know. Like I, 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 I feel like.